People are constantly asking me how I continue to look younger as I get older. (laughs) There are many tools that have kept me youthful, like superfoods, moving my body, hydration, belief, doing meditation. But a big one that I don't really talk about a lot is using non-toxic beauty products. I can't stress this enough. Imagine if you put toxicity on your skin, you are going to age quicker. And so many people are doing that in their face wash, in their skincare routine, which is just crazy to me. But this is why I love Anne-Marie Skincare, because their products are made safe certified, which means they are free of toxins, heavy metals, carcinogens, pesticides, and other harmful chemicals. They are also completely cruelty-free and are constantly improving their products and methods to become more sustainable. So one of the things that I really like is their body oils, (laughs) their lotions, and their face serums. It's so luxurious and it feels so good on my skin and it smells amazing. And right now, Amaris Skincare is gifting the Manifestable podcast listeners 15% off your order site-wide when you use the code MANIFESTABLE at checkout. Go to AnneMarieSkincare.com. So I'm going to spell Anne-Marie for you. A-N-N Marie, M-A-R-I-E, skincare.com and use the code manifestable at checkout to receive 15% off your order. That's amazing. And I have to tell you, they have all sorts of yummy products. So go shop and see what you can find because I have a feeling you're going to love it. Now, let's get back to the show. What I always say about crying is it's purification for the soul. We cry when we're happy. We cry when we feel spirit. We cry when we're purging. It is purification for the soul. And yet there's this connotation that it's, right? Just like if it would be like, stop laughing. It's no different in the body. The body's releasing an an emotion. And we put this like label on it. Welcome to Manifestable. I'm your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. so excited because today we have two guests where I am going to be coaching them live. Now, it's going to be a little bit of a surprise. So I want you to tune in because these questions that come through and the advice I give could be the very thing that helps you in your life. So you're going to just need to tune in and find out what we talk about on this episode. I love doing coaching. And I want to tell you that if you are enjoying this podcast and you are enjoying these coaching sessions, I want to hear from you. And also it helps if you share out the episode, share it on your social platforms, share it so so that other people who may need this advice or not feel alone can tune in and listen. So thank you so much for taking time to leave a review, to follow, and then of course, just share it out. There's a little button there on either Spotify or your podcast on Apple, and just click that share button and share it out because then people in your sphere of influence will be able to tune in and receive the wisdom that comes through these coachings. So I'm so excited. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started.
Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hi. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm talking to you. <laughs> we are on the podcast together. <laughs> and what is your name? Yes, my name's Katie. Ah, uh, nice to meet you. Nice to it's meet great you. Great to too. see you. Yeah. How? What is your question? How can I help you? Like, what are you looking at? Are you looking at snow? Are you looking at sun? It's rain here in Michigan. Rain. And I have a massive snowstorm today. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Usually we would have snow about this time of year, but no snow. Yeah. No, we have a massive snowstorm. But I am excited to get to your question and help you. What is your question? My question right now is, what would be your suggestions for the basic self-care practices that I should be focusing on in my life? So I'll explain. I have a one-year-old and a four-year-old girl, and I'm going through some issues with like complex PTSD. And I've always, since I have my teenagers, I've had a history of anxiety and depression. However, I've been going on like a healing journey for the past decade, and I currently teach other women how to relax in their bodies and all these things. But what I'm struggling with, because I don't have two hours every day to spend relaxing my nervous system anymore. And so I'm finding that I'm having, you know, anxiety more and all these different things. And I'm just really wanting to, I'm good at implementing strategies. So I just want to pick a couple things and then implement it. And I don't, I guess my question is, though, how much time would you say is appropriate for somebody going through kind of a lot of emotional issues right now, even though I'm busy with a job and a business and kids daily so that I can keep my mental sanity in check, my physical, you know, everything healthy? Mm -hmm. That's my question. Yeah, I appreciate this vulnerable question. And I think it's interesting because I just was coaching someone kind of similar with like they're going through their mom. And I want to give a hands up to all the moms because I've been there, done that. And I used to get so frustrated because I'd watch these YouTubes of these girls like crawling out of bed and like having time to sip their coffee and journal. <laughs> I'd be like, um, I got a baby in my lap. <laughs> I'm like, how do you guys like, what do you, what's advice for me that's got a baby in my lap, right? And they're pulling at everything and they're wanting to draw a little picture in my journal. So I want to, I really want to commend you because you're in the work. This is what we call the work. It's actually saying, hey, I want to heal and I'm upgrading as a human and I'm healing this younger part of me because truly we're all children to our core. And yet I have children. What is appropriate for this amount of time? One thing I, I heard, and this is what I'm hearing a lot with moms, is we used to be in tribe. Meaning we had a lot more support. We are tribal beings. And now, and I don't know what your situation is, if you're kind of at home with your kids and trying to run a business and, and do all the cooking and do all the things on your own. I know I was in that situation. I didn't know better. And now I'm out of it because my kids are older. But when I was young, they were younger. I didn't have family near me. I didn't have a neighbor that I was close to or a best friend that we shared responsibilities. It was me. And it was a lot. And is that where you're at in a way? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, and then my thing to throw in the mix is that like, I have my mom here to help and she's kind of adding to the stress because she only helps two days a month, but yet she's bringing in a lot of emotional baggage for me. So that I'm needing to sort through twice a month and she's, you know, she's just watching the kids for six hours and it's like, it's helpful, but I'm not able to work. I'm not able to get a month's 
of work done in six hours. Yeah, totally. I want to say this. So this is what I was expanding on is that is the question less about where do I find more time and, and more around, is there some things that I can let go of? Where am I taking on so many things that I think I must do to be a better human or a more evolved human that's just made up? Because we take on these jobs, which obviously we, we need to pay our, we need to get a roof over our head and food in our mouths. But where are we taking on this extra pressure that I've got to be someone or do something or have the perfect routine or I don't know, because I, I sense that we're just taking on a lot. We're taking on a lot as moms, as women, and we don't have the tribe like we did. And so where can we let go of a few things? Because it does create anxiety. It does create depression. It creates a lot of pressure and the cork and the body of our human existence can't take all this pressure. So my first question before I say, do this, this, and this is what gets to be released that you're actually doing? And this idea that I've got to be doing this to be someone, where does this story come from? And can I release this story? Because it's simply not true. And it was handed down to me or even taught in a book or some self-help guru I heard on YouTube. And I can let that go because no, I don't have to be perfect because there is no amount of time. And I have to say that the time I spent then was is radically different than the time I spent now. You're in a season you're in a beautiful season with young babies. And this season, as we all hear, but when you're in it, it's hard to believe. It goes fast. And the pressure and the anxiety these moms feel when their kids are little is because you feel you should be somewhere different or that you don't have enough time. And it's these stories that are creating the suffering. Sure. And it's so funny because that's what I teach women. And so I feel like in this past fall, when I, I had like a really emotional breakdown and I was just like, how could this be happening to me though? Like I figured out how to change my thought patterns. I figured out how to like work through all the stories. And so why is this happening to me? And it kind of just went down, down, down. But it was, it was the thought of, I guess now that you're talking, it's like, well, I guess it was the thought of that. I have to have self-care in order to feel well and to be nice to other people. Cause I was starting to get real snappy with my kids and I was like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. But I think like with, I'm, so I'm just struggling. I'm just struggling. Cause I still think I need in my brain to set half an hour a day, hour a day. And maybe I don't, but for some reason, that's what I'm going to like. I'm needing space for me without the children crawling on me, you know, Absolutely. And I'm not saying you don't need that time. Everyone needs their own time to think. I'm just asking you to get super real and look at your day. Look at your day and go, okay, am I taking on too many coaching people? Can I release one to coach myself in that time frame? Can I look at where I think I have to grow this side hustle or do this other thing or make my home perfect here? And can I let that go so that I have a little time for nourishing me? Can I let go of maybe, I don't know what, maybe I'm spending time with someone who's really not a growth partner for me, but I just spend time with them. Can I let that go so I can spend time with me? I do recommend spending time with yourself. I don't believe in this time frame of it has to be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour. It's just, it gets to be and how I would spend that time 
and I'll just share this and I imagine you're already coaching on this, but maybe some, uh, everybody needs this. Every coach needs to be reminded. I have my own coach too, (laughs) is like, is I would spend it in gratitude, lots and lots of gratitude for what is and just pour into you. And at the end of the day, if you do nothing before you close your eyes, pull up a journal and write out all the things you did as a tremendous mom, leader, coach, friend, daughter, and give back to you. And that's going to help you ease into deeper sleep. It's going to help you ease into this idea of having to do it all and be it all. Yeah, that's helpful. Because I think sometimes when you do go down the self-healing, like there's so much information just to get back to those basics. And sometimes it's hard to see when you're the one that's kind of gone under the water for a minute. So thank you. I love you. Thank you for your vulnerability. And thank you for being on the show. It was really nice to talk to you. I started your workout videos like 10 years ago. And I just, I don't know what your life has been, but it's just really crazy that I'm talking to you because you feel famous to me. Like you're in my living room. So. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here we are. You created that. Way to go. Sending you love, honey. Have a beautiful day. Hello, Melissa. It's such an honor to be with you. I don't ever know who's coming on, so this is fun. How are you? You know. <laughs> good. How are you? I'm good. Okay, so I know Melissa, you guys, from Premium Coaching. She was in Costa Rica with me at Costa Rica Healing Retreat. So I do know a little bit about Melissa, but I am super curious. What is your question? I have been doing a lot of healing work lately. And I'm wondering your take on crying in front of your kids. As you know, I lost my husband before when my son was very young. He saw me cry a lot and he used it kind of against me to like manipulate things. And so now I have a two-year-old again and um, doing all this healing work and really feeling my feelings but sometimes I feel like I have to hold them back because I'm crying again in front of my family. (laughs) And and so then, so yeah, then I'm, then I'm suppressing what I'm really feeling. And because they're like, Oh, mom's, mom's crying again. And that's a huge way how I release energy is through crying. Through crying. Yeah. I want to, I want to mention really fast everyone about crying. It's interesting how as children were taught, like, stop crying, like, stop crying. I was just on an episode with Gay Hendricks, who wrote The Big Leap, amazing inspiration of mine. He was telling a story when he was younger and he got hurt. And like, he was always taught, don't cry, don't cry. And crying, what I always say about crying is it's purification for the soul. We cry when we're happy. We cry when we feel spirit. We cry when we're purging. It is purification for the soul. And yet there's this connotation that it's, right? Just like if it would be like, stop laughing. It's no different in the body. The body's releasing an, an emotion and we put this like label on it. So one thing I want to ask you is, have you talked with your children about why you're crying at all? Sometimes if they say something, I'll, you know, I will say because I'm happier sometimes, but probably not as much as I could. Yeah, I I feel that children 
obviously are very sensitive, whether you're weeping or not, or physically showing your emotions, they feel it. Kids know before you're even, that's their survival skill. They know when mom's off. They know when dad's off or if they're having a bad day, whether they're saying it or not. They know if you're not getting along, whether you guys are fighting out loud or not. They can feel everything. And I think we don't give them that much credit. So what I recommend personally is to sit them down, especially when you know you're having a day when you're feeling things. Because we know as moms, we're like, I'm on, I'm a mom right now, but I am I am also a human and I'm also taking care of my little five-year-old as this mom. And I've got a five-year-old and I have a two-year-old and I might even be taking care of my two-year-old inside myself. So I'm, I'm having my temper tantrums. I'm having my breakdowns. I'm going through it. And so what I would recommend and what I've done with my kids personally, because everyone that knows me, I've gone through so much deep healing as well. And I commend you on that path is to just sit them down and say, hey, I want you to know that when I cry or when you cry, it's just the body expressing emotions and it has nothing to do with you. I love you very much. And if I'm, if it looks like I'm sad or you feel that I'm sad, it's not because of you. You bring me so much joy because I think kids just need to know, oh, it's, I didn't do anything wrong. It's not my fault that my mom's crying or my mom seems sad. They just want to know that. And so letting them know this is not your fault, has nothing to do with you. I'm working through some emotions. I'm working through some things that I'm clearing up so that I can be a better mom for you. And is it okay if I just express them? And when you have your times when you're crying, I'm going to let you express it too. And when you say those things, it's, it is an adult conversation. It is a beautiful conversation. It's giving yourself permission. It's giving freedom to them to be like, oh, this has nothing to do with me. And it gives them permission that when they're processing their emotions, they do it. Because as humans, we've gone far too long of shoving them down, right? And we teach our kids this by shoving them down, zipping ourselves up. And I think there's a time and place, obviously, but I don't think you're walking around your house wailing and gnashing of teeth and breaking pots. I think it's just, and especially if it's just crying because it's better than anger, raising your voice, throwing things, tears or purification. And so just letting them know that this is how I'm processing some things and it's beautiful and I'm, I'm becoming a better mom for it. So that's that. And I, I honestly think they'll be like, okay. And then they'll move on and go continue to play. <laughs> so yes, I do think it's okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Did that answer your question? I love that question. That's so powerful. Yeah, absolutely. There's just, you know, we go through these seasons of healing and then sometimes it's a lot. And so, yeah, it's in, and going through this journey with young kids it's really learning how to it's a whole nother level. I commend you so, so much because as mamas and as, as parents, we often put our healing to the side because we're like, I ain't got time for that. I don't have time to be sad. I don't have time to process because I am making PB and J's and I am driving and I'm dealing with their own temper tantrums and their own little things that they're dealing with. And I commend you because you know what happens to parents that don't deal with it? They're angry. They're angry. They're shut down. They're not engaged because they are shoving their feelings down so much that they can't even, they're numb. It's a numbing. And I think some of us have had parents like that, bless their hearts, because that's what they learned. And there's a new way being paved and you're showing your children that. So I commend it so much. 
Like it's warrior work. It's warrior. It's one thing to go into a cave and say, I'm going to do all the healing or I'm going to jet off to Bali for a month or two months, which by the way, no judgment if that's what you need to do. But to be a mom and show up and making the PB&Js and wiping their tears as you wipe your own, that's warrior work. And I commend you. Well, thank you for leading the way for me. I appreciate you. Love you, honey. Thank you so much for coming on and asking your question. Very powerful. I hope today on the podcast, you received the nugget you need to expand in your life. We're not alone in our questions. We're not alone in this journey. None of us are truly on an island. We are all connected through our stories, our heartbreak, our joy, our questions. So I thank these guests for coming on and asking vulnerable questions because not only does it help them, but it helps all of us who are tuning in and listening so that we can get clarity in our lives of the best right next move for ourselves. Thank you so much for tuning in and let me know, maybe share on social media. What was your takeaway? What was that nugget that you received in your life? Is it around manifesting? Is it around spreading your wings and having more freedom? Is it that your bliss translates to your children having more bliss? What was that takeaway? I am super curious and I love hearing from you. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, I'll see you soon. And remember, you are worthy. You always have been.